Greetings, peasants. I mean, hello, brave warriors, noble adventurers, and devious dungeon masters. Welcome back to the Knights and Nerds podcast. This is Tim, your dungeon master, and I want to say thank you very much for listening to this. Today, it is episode 20. How about that? Our last campaign episode was number 19, and it was a real nail-biter. I honestly thought we were going to lose one party member, a certain bard, but the dice rolled in favor of the heroes and not against them. But now the campaign is going to change footing. We'll have a change of scenery as we shift into the next chapter of this crazy story. And if you do want to help me out with planning the details, suggesting certain things, you can join the Dungeon Master group on Facebook, which is facebook.com slash Knights and Nerds podcast. Uh, we've got about 30 members, I think, and I ask for suggestions, feedback, um, people like to give ideas, and so far it's been, I think, extremely helpful to me. So head on over if you want to help me plan some things and discuss all the spoilery details. Also, you may have heard me mention my books one or two times before. Well, a bit of an update on that. My website is no longer active. Uh, it really wasn't getting much traffic. Uh, and as of this week, I've moved my fantasy trilogy and the box set of those three books onto Amazon. Uh, exclusively since there weren't many people purchasing through iTunes or Kobo. Uh, it's been it's been kind of a difficult year for my writing, to be honest. I, I wrote an entire book, uh, a brand new setting that I was really excited about, and a story that I was also really excited about. Uh, and when I was proofreading it, there was just something about it that wasn't adding up. So basically, I had to give up on it. It was a, a failed manuscript. Uh, I do want to go back to it later, at a later date, and maybe salvage certain elements from that story. But overall, I just f didn't feel like it was strong enough to share with people. Anyways, on that topic, starting today, you can get the first ebook of my trilogy for free, starting today until this Sunday, March 10th. So I'll include a link to that in the show notes, but you can go to Amazon and search by the title, which is What Was Forgotten. It's a story about characters who are faced with an otherworldly evil, and they all try to do what they think is right, but all the main characters are either at odds with each other or they are outright enemies, currently at war with each other. Since I was young, I always loved those stories or movies where the, the characters are dealing with something that they aren't capable of fully comprehending at first, a movie like The Thing or, or like like a monster movie like Godzilla, where there's this emerging threat and they have to figure out what to do before it's too late. Well, this, my trilogy is a story like that with morally conflicted characters and lots of unexpected complications. As you probably noticed, we don't have sponsors or a Patreon, which is how I like it. So if you do want to support the podcast, you can download a free ebook and give it an honest review. If you want, if you don't want to do that, that's cool. You can tell a friend about the show or leave us a rating or review wherever you listen to your podcasts. And if you're not already, you can follow us on Twitter or Instagram. We are at Knights and Nerds and Facebook. We are Knights and Nerds podcast. Okay, I think that's all the stuff that I wanted to talk about. So let's rejoin our heroes. Let's rejoin Candace, Katie, Matt and Tom, otherwise known as Fiance, Vanna, Spruce Lee, and Gilladob Fabblestabble. So quick recap. 
Previously, our intrepid heroes decided to help the Fathoms fighters. Seth told you about an emergency tunnel known only to a few members of the fighters, and that if the Dragonborn found out about it, they could circumvent the choke point that the fighters had created, which had been keeping the Dragonborn from accomplishing their mission of making it to the ruins to sabotage Elwyn's interplanar barrier. Hearing that Agrand himself had arrived not far from the choke point, intent on interrogating some fighters who had been taken prisoner, including Ketvar Kiaro and Warren the Deep Gnome, the heroes, despite splitting the party and briefly coming face-to-face -face with Agarand, successfully pulled off a daring rescue using stealth, misdirection, and a good amount of luck. Everyone that you helped was extremely grateful, and Warren told Gilly to go see his brother Boren, who lives in Pharaoh's Point, to collect some of Warren's personal items as his way of saying thanks for saving his life. Cool. Um, so we last left, you were about to head back to the surface. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. Now, it's, Daylight. It's, it's a couple days, I think maybe a day and a half or two days from where you are to get up there. Full rest. So, yeah, full rest. And you have leveled up to level six. Do, 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 do. Oh, yeah. Does anyone want to share any new abilities that they have? I got faster. Uh, I'm <laughs> I more can expert at my skills. And I do have to tell you that I now have an 18 passive perception. Oh my so you have gosh. to take that into account when doing anything. Yeah, my passive Holy perception crap. is 18. Mine's 16. I got Mantle of Majesty, which lets me do command once a day without expelling a spell slot. And uh, command allows me to say something and the target moves to like an approach, drop, flee, or halt. And they have to... I guess, what is it? They get wisdom saving throw? If they don't do it, then they have to actually follow through with oh, what yeah. I told them to do. Let me interject. Anyone who's charmed by you and you use Mantle of Majesty fails automatically. Oh, see, I never yeah. knew that. Also, if you charm them first and then use that as like a follow-up spell and yeah. it always works. Yeah. I'm super charming, so. Cool. And you also got counter charm. Yes. <laughs> That's like, wait, wait. <laughs> New sheets. Let me look. What does counter charm do again? New sheets, who dis? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, oh, I can use my musical notes or words of power to disrupt mind-influencing effects as an action. I can start a performance that lasts until the end of my next turn, and during that time, you and any friendly creature within 30 feet have the advantage on saving throws against being frightened or charmed. So if someone else tries to charm, you're like, no, 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 no. I'm the only one who charmed yeah. you around here. <laughs> and this is how you do it. This is how we do it. Don't have the rights to that, Candace. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure you can play two second clips and it's not anything against rights. Yeah, I realize that Katie's base damage, like, gets she gets a plus eight. So, like, for her bow, she gets D8 plus eight. And then if it's against a favorite enemy, it's plus 12. 12. And then you also swapped out your your feet, your athlete feet, which wasn't doing anything for, for you. For an extra set of hands. <laughs> Four hands, people. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> did you prepare that? No. How did I know he was going to say that? I don't know. Maybe you knew what her level up was. You were really on that. Though. Yeah. Thank you. Oh, yeah. And don't you have a new favorite enemy as well? Yes, I do. It is Dragonborn, right? Or something. Well, humanoids. And humanoid, then... humanoid dragons. Nope. Humanoids and, and dragons. Well, that's what I meant. Slash, slash. So I always hated humans, but now you hate humans and dragons. Yep. Well, 
given what we're going through, that makes total sense. Yeah. So. The original war didn't make you hate dragons. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but now this I've had it. <laughs> now that she's had 30 years to think about it. Yeah. Now it's personal. You know what? Yeah. You know what? Yeah, I do hate them. Fuck those guys. <laughs> My speed is 50 now. You got short little gnome legs. Yep. It's like running without knees. You can pick you up and chuck you. <laughs> like Hank Hill's dad. What's his name? <laughs> oh, jeez. Yes. Okay, so you spend a day, day and a half going back up, up, and you get to the point where you are in a sewer tunnel, no longer in like caves and cave tunnels, but a sewer tunnel. And you can hear the water in... The harbor. And you can smell the smells of the harbor, too. And the sewer. And the sewer. <laughs> and the sewer. Yeah. So it smells like shit and fish. Let's go back. Shit and salt. <laughs> Let's go back. <laughs> and as you near the exit of the sewer tunnel, uh, it's looks like maybe mid-afternoon, late afternoon. We don't know Where what day it is. Where is the sun in the sky? Well, you can't. You're still in the sewer tunnel. Oh. Well, can't tell me anyway. As you near the exit of the sewer tunnel, you hear the familiar sounds of the harbor, punctuated with angry and frightened shouts. You also smell the smell of smoke. Oh, boy. Mm. No rest for Do us. I still have my familiar up? Sure. Yeah. You had a rat going? Yeah. So I'd like to send my familiar forward before we come out into the sun. The blinding sun. Yeah. Great idea. Mind you, Gilladab's been out and very used to the Underdark. He's mm. very fond of it. Mm. Okay. So through your rat familiar's eyes... You, like, it hops up out of this sewer tunnel onto the streets, and it's, like, you can see that there's one building that may have recently burned down. It doesn't look too different from when you last left it. I guess this was, like, maybe a week ago, seven to ten days that you've been just slogging through the underground. (laughs) But you do see some people sort of running to and fro, and you can tell that there are some new life weirdos running around. Mm. Faye just sits down in the sewer and starts to sob. (laughs) She was looking forward to getting into above and now it's just like pure chaos. Yeah, it's been a while and we don't know the state of the city. So with what we can see before going up, I think Gilladab would suggest taking a, a subtle route directly back to our base. If at all possible. Can uh, we take the sewers? Might be able to get closer with the sewers, but we're if we're by the harbor, I think our base is close to the harbor because it was like um, a warehouse kind of thing that we reused. If we want to be super safe, I could message um, Martin. Yeah, I was thinking that. Yeah. Didn't we have another scroll? Yes, I have Rainer and Squillin scroll. Oh. But I think he's dead. <laughs> didn't we kill him? Well, we didn't. Well, we helped. Okay. <laughs> that's how Seth took command of the Fathom's fighters. Yeah, so I don't know what good that does us. But Shigar had the other set of that. He took it off of the Dragonborn. Oh, so if you ever want to message Shigar. Oh, Shigar. Okay. Write him love letters. Mm-hmm. Well, he's down. Holmes. He stayed down below, right? Sure did. He wanted to fight them dragons, Dragonborns. Yep. Well, yeah, maybe mess- shoot a message over to. <laughs> well, if we can send Martin supplies, I think we did say we try to send supplies because we kept the secret tunnel open. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just mean right now, though. Yeah, if maybe, to Martin. Maybe writing to Martin to see if there's a uh, yeah a clear update. Martin, please provide update. We have reached the surface. <laughs> WTF is going on? Yeah. 
so you wait maybe 10, 15 minutes. You get a quick note scrawled back on your parchment. New life becoming more of a problem. More dragonborn and iron guardians on the streets to deal with it. Exercise caution. XOXO, Martin. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I think regardless, the most covert way we can do this, I think, sounds good. Mm-hmm. We are known now, right? Like, I think before we went into the Underdark, we weren't really well known. But I think they've, uh, they have a dossier on us now, probably. <laughs> they had that spy to infiltrate us as well, who mm-hmm. was, who took on, the shapeshifter, sorry, who took on the form of that other guy who we're assuming is now dead. Who again? Owen, yes, fell out the window because he was asleep. So, yeah, and, and Mago, the doppelganger. They do know who we are. They were trying to figure out how much we knew, mm-hmm. I think, and what we were, because we met him in the chamber room, right? Mm-hmm. That's when we first came so as across. As much as there's them. a lot of stuff I'd like to do in the city, I think we should maybe like sneak back home first. Yeah. Uh, Faye, don't you have a disguise kit? I do have a disguise kit. Could you whip us up some disguises? Just make us look a little bit less like ourselves. <laughs> yes, I can. I ask. Well, I feel like it's helpful in this. I scenario. mean, I was gonna more ask you about pass without a trace, which I think is a great idea. But if you want to put a weird <laughs> fake nose on me, I got with the mustache and glasses, the, the marks. Yeah. <laughs> Just literally all five of us are of us, wearing them. Five Groucho marks, <laughs> bad wigs. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not sure that's not gonna be more obvious, but uh, pass without a trace would work that. for us to get back, or. Yeah, Password of the Trace would be great. I mean, I'm sure you'll take all the credit, but... <laughs> Cast this awesome magic spell that gives us all a bonus to stealth, and you're like, but I put a wig on you, and that's what did it. I part my hair the other way. Yeah. <laughs> it just part my hair the other way. Give Gilladob some weird stilts so he looks normal size, but he's all out of proportion with, like, little T-Rex arms. <laughs> the visuals of this campaign so <laughs> Four hands. I love this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to survive. Okay. Uh, yeah, so Pass Without a Trace seems to make more sense. Okay, let's do, <laughs> do that both. then. <laughs> but I, as being Faye, will probably still try to flourish it up a little bit. Toss a wig on for good measure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, roll some stealth. I got a 22, which means I rolled a 2. 35? Say 35? Yeah, I have oh. plus 7 and then plus 10. I got 19. Yeah. 16. I rolled a 5. I rolled a 2. It's bad. I am Faye. It's hard for me not to be noticeable. It's not a good first roll of the Thank day. Thank God for Pass Without a Trace. Yeah. All right, let's see if anybody notices you on your way back. You're you're rounding a corner, and Lilith, like, stumbles into a, like, a, like an empty barrel or, or a stack of crates and causes this scene. And you can see... Down the street, there's some dragonborn who are trying to deal with this, like some some new life, some of the afflicted. Turns his head, and Lilith is like, I'm sorry, you guys. Why don't you go? Why don't we just split up? I wanted to say a longer goodbye, but I think we should just part ways now, and then then hopefully we'll meet up again soon. I'm okay with that. <laughs> goodbye. I didn't want to show her our place. We, we noticed that this dragonborn like caught attention of us. He's looking. He does. You don't know like that. He's maybe like recognized the group. He's only so, seen her. Yeah. Gilladob will just say, we can't go directly back. We need to make sure we cover our traces when we're going back. She she looks at Gilladob and she says, I, I'm hoping this wizard that I'm paying can make something that 
will help help me get home. And if, if that happens, maybe I'll try to send you a message. But this wizard is in, is in a village up north called Tall Hill. It's this tiny village. And that's where I'll end up. But I need to get some more gold first before I go there. So maybe we'll see each other again one day. Giladab, almost in a way to like let the others go less notice, might do something like go up and be like, oh yeah, let's go shopping and be a little more boisterous to draw attention like to just myself and Lilith in an attempt to like let the group slip back to the base. Because I'm sure I have easier ways to lose myself in a crowd than other people would. Right. So you're going to try to help Lilith yeah, I'm going to actually like, draw it? more attention to myself and Lilith to take away from the rest of the group. Okay. All right. Plus, then we get to go shopping. I gave her some gold because I was going to give her gold before Giladab here tried to oh, tie her up. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm going to leave. <laughs> I'm just saying Giladab. So I was like, well, we were going to give this to you. Thanks for having our backs this whole time. And I appreciate making a new friend. And then I give her a big kiss on the cheek. And then I walk away. She like hugs you back. And she's like, you're a good high elf. I haven't met too many good high elves, but you're a good one. I'm the best. Spruce just gives like a solemn nod. How does Gilly want to direct this little faint? Well, she mentioned she did mention going to see someone, but I was more thinking like if we have to walk through the market area, if she is trying to go somewhere to meet someone, I would accompany her. And then just just being aware, making sure we're not being tailed like along the way. And then as that went on, eventually I'd find a, a appropriate spot to like slip out. She's meeting this wizard who is in that village that she, she mentioned. So her priority right now is just kind of getting out of the spotlight and then leaving the city. So I'd say I, I'll, I would just make a quick round with her for supplies so that even that like she's stocked up because we all use all of our resources. Go to the marketplace, buy some basic. I'm sure she needs food rations and stuff like that. Okay, can you give me a, a follow-up stealth check? Sure. It's pretty nice that she just kind of took off right away. Considering just my she... natural bonus, no pass without a trace. Right, yeah, you'd be... 26. 26. She rolled a natural 20. Right. So you think maybe there was a dragonborn who was giving you the old lizard eye, but you <laughs> you get lost. You get lost sort of in this... That sounds so dirty. <laughs> In like sort of the general crowd. The streets aren't as packed as they normally are. You can feel this sense of unease in the streets. But yeah, you you resupply. She thanks you for for having her back and then and then she chooses it appropriately inconspicuous alley and, and goes on her way. Mm-hmm. So and you can give yourself inspiration. Oh cool. What items do you want to go shopping for? <sighs> Well, like, Gildob has a bit of a list, but um, health potions are number one on that list. And health potions for, like, the party. We have our base, we have all this stuff, and after this mission, I was like, we need to be much more well-prepared. So mm-hmm. I, I want to buy, like, a stock of, like, some health potions, some alchemy fire, some, probably some acid, you know, odds and ends of the simpler variety to, like, restock back at base so that we can all take things from it. That's radical. So you basically want to go to like an apothecary and get... Yeah, or yeah. a general store even that has like, yeah, the basics. Mm. A general magic store. Well, magic potions, even though are uncommon, I think they're like widely accessible. Yeah. Didn't we go weird. at, at yeah. one point we went and we asked for a, you asked for like a bulk discount and we got it. Oh, didn't we? Oh, that guy? <laughs> 
Yeah, I should go back to him. Yeah, he gave us he legit gave us a bulk discount on like healing. I've been potions. very bad with my D and D notes, but I do recall that. Well, wasn't the orc? It wasn't Nestor, was it? Or was it Nestor? I can't remember because he. I just remember him being offended that we never asked about his adventures or something like that. Yeah. And they were like, oh, yeah, what about your adventures? Like, no, it's too late. For too that. late now. <laughs> what do you want? I think there may have been two, but like, honestly, I yeah, I, I wrote that name down and I, I'm failing to find it. So who was the one that we that we got um, that we went and borrowed like the acrobats and stuff from? Who oh, was that, that? that was Perfo Parkins lab. Yeah, Parkins lab. So I think it was Nestor then. That we bought the stuff from. Mm, could be. Let's yeah. just say from Perfo. Yeah. Let's just say that it is executive decision made. <laughs> okay, so you're gonna yeah, so you're gonna get what eight? It'd be like eight or ten health potions. I have some loot here that I can split up too. You're a return customer now. You'd be maybe get a family and friends discount on top of that bulk discount. <laughs> well, I don't even know what the market's like. Like, let's be honest. These are trying times. If maybe. things have been restrictive and more people are being like you know, shut down, you know. Are, is there is there a high demand for potions? Maybe maybe demand's gone down. Maybe there's like a loyalty card. Buy nine potions, get, get one, one free. free. <laughs> nice. Get your stamps. Yeah. Collect them up. Okay, so you go into Nestor's shop. You actually have to sort of ask around because the place that it usually is has moved. So you use a bit of your street wheelings and dealings to find out where he's moved to. It's a very inconspicuous. Doesn't even look like a storefront. And when you walk in, he he looks at you and he's like. Giladob? And he, he goes and like shuts the door behind you and shutters it. And he says, have you seen Elwyn yet? Or Martin? I haven't seen Elwyn and I've gotten a response from Martin, but I haven't seen him directly. Oh, I thought we'd be meeting as a group. Well, you know what? I won't spoil the surprise. What can I get for you? So I need at least eight potions, potentially like 10 uh, healing potions, a couple alchemy fires, couple of vials of acid. I wish I had more of a thorough list, but this is kind of a quick stop in. If you have anything special for me, you know, I'm always interested. I, I hear it's been a few days since you've seen the sun. <laughs> That's for sure. We've had some setbacks and we've had some advances. The Dragonborn are doing all they can to confiscate a lot of goods from vendors like myself. Things like weapons, they're harder to get. So I've had to relocate to a more Easy to miss location. But uh, we've had a new supplier too, who deals in more illicitly obtained goods. So he goes rummaging through the like this back room, it's just covered by a like a, so a sheet. Like, this is what I get for going underground for two weeks. I would normally be selling the illicit goods. <laughs> <laughs> Missed business opportunity. Uh, so he comes back with it's almost like a bandolier. <laughs> of vials i love it i love the description there's there's 10 healing potions three alchemists fire two vials of acid so he says costs for these sorts of goods are going up but fortunately for you and your friends you get them at cost so he's able to do this whole bandolier package for 400 I'm willing to not haggle on it, and more my my angle is that if we get interesting items of value, I'll come back to you and sell to you first. He said, I would be, given the new circumstances that we find ourselves in, I'd be happy to fence whatever you bring. So, I wish him well, and I take leave of the shop, and I carefully work my way back to our hidey hole. 
while Gilly's out and about, the three of you, Spruce, Vanna, and Faye, uh, Elwyn is very excited to, to see that you've returned. He says, I had no idea how long you'd be away. If I if I did, I would have made, I don't know, maybe, maybe planned my time more accordingly. One never knows. But uh, I've tried to be as productive as possible. He says, who wants a tattoo? Well, yeah, you see, I've uh, I've concocted this new, uh, it's a meeting room, so to speak. Not a physical meeting room. It's something that is special to us. Uh, I just need to put some uh, enchanted ink on you in whatever shape that you like, but it's it's integral. Spruce asks for a barbed vine. <laughs> <laughs> on your lower back? <laughs> it's a sun around the belly button. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> okay, wait. I take it back. <laughs> You're gonna. I want nipple stars. <laughs> okay, wait though. You're gonna give us tattoos that bring us to an, an imaginary room. Yes. <laughs> I'm glad we're all on the same page. Well, when you put it that way, absolutely. Oh, you've heard of the spell before. <laughs> hmm. I miss you, Elwin. <laughs> I can see that you're very hesitant about this. Why don't you tell me of your travels? Have you written any songs about your adventures? Yes, several. But what does my chaise look like right now? <laughs> what? <laughs> the <Her> chaise. <laughs> oh. She's organizing the room as she talks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Moving his papers around. That's what I want to know. Like, I wanna, what does it look like? Because I got mad at him for putting my, his papers all over my chaise last time. That is fair enough. What is the state of the room looking like? You almost don't see it, but then you realize he's it's like there's just stacks of books and like piles of his dirty laundry on it. Oh. <laughs> is there anything of value that he's added to the to the base? Okay, let's bring we'll we'll bring Gilladab back in. Gilladab shows up. He walks in, that's yeah. the first thing he says. <laughs> Hello. It's my perception check for value. That's all. (laughs) I roll perception for gold. All right. You can see, yeah, that he's got a, uh, like a chest that's got a a fancy lock on it. And he says, well, okay, we'll get to the tattoos in a sec. First, I went out into the streets. Don't worry. I borrowed some of Faye's disguise stuff. She left some behind. It's remarkably easy to blend in. Plus... Martin showed me this neat trick of how to disguise myself as a pack of feral dogs. <laughs> what? Very neat. That's so cool. Very cool. Or maybe I was just imagining that. <laughs> One of the fever dreams. It's okay. <sighs> but anyways, I've managed to acquire some goods that may help you in the next part of your... First off, success. Yes? Oh, yes. Yes. And I... I guess... Who has the papers with all I've got the... I've got the, mm-hmm. uh, the runes inscribed. Mm-hmm. And I have a big old diamond. Oh. Oh. I forgot that the prototype had one of these in it. Otherwise, I would have told you about it. Mm. Hmm. But, you know, the old brain Mm -hmm. don't work so good in the old age. Mm. Faye's just, like, you guys are talking about stuff, but Faye's just like, I look horrible. I smell horrible. I'm, like, covered in blood and shit and everything. And... My chaise is covered in dirty laundry. All right. Well, he says, well, maybe this will cheer you up. He goes to this chest and he produces a rapier and you can hear it. It's almost like it's it's 
doing a falsetto. Oh, the the annoying magical rapier. It like never shuts up. Perfect fit. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me to oh, never shut up. The exciting. singing sword! Dun 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 dun! <laughs> this rapier can sing with an eerie, distracting nature. Plus one bonus to hidden damage. Once per day, as an action, you can make the sword sing to distract one enemy you can see. One creature you choose within 60 feet must make a wisdom saving throw or have disadvantage on attack rolls until they succeed on a saving throw on a subsequent turn. (laughs) Do a little giddy dance. I just hope it has its own personality that, like, confronts your personality in some degree. You're going to have to come up with a sweet name for it. Yeah. yeah. Elwin's like, oh, you've heard of this sword before? <laughs> it's very abrasive. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and while he's uh, tattooing Spruce, he tells Spruce about a little gadget he got for him. Mm. Oh, are you, you getting can't, your nipple stars? You can't be walking around with that glaive if people are looking for you. It's far too conspicuous. Glaive be gone. The small enchantal- enchanted metal clamp Reduces the length of conspicuous weapons, glaive spears, etc., by shrinking the shaft to a length of approximately six inches. <laughs> you got the giggles out? Good. <laughs> Reducing or <laughs> reembiggening the shaft is a free action. <laughs> All you have to do is rub it. <laughs> it doesn't say that. It doesn't say that. It does say reembiggening. It does though. say reembiggening. It doesn't say you have to rub it. No. Oh my god, my cheeks hurt. The clamp confers a plus one bonus to hit and damage. That is awesome. Disturbing. Awesome. Thanks, Elwin. Oh my goodness. Uh, what is what does Faye get for a tattoo? A portrait of myself. Okay. <laughs> like Steve-O? <laughs> your own face back. covering Jesus. your back. <laughs> Spruce doesn't actually get any of the things that I said before, by the way. Nipple starts. I'll Nipple think starts. of something better. <laughs> yeah. No, Elwin gets to choose. Elwin's choice. <laughs> what does... Uh, who's next? Vanna or Gilly? Go ahead. I mean, Gilly would get the, the ruby star of his his god and, and saint. Okay. So he gives you a shiny ring. Oh! Fancy-ass ring. <laughs> Permits the wearer to cast Misty Step once per day without using any spell components or a spell slot. Oh, yeah. That's awesome, especially because the ring is what I used for the description to um, include the, the ruby star, which is my god and patron. I can only imagine it's the same, like noise, shiny, shiny, samezies. And Vanna, what's Vanna gonna get as a as a little ink? I'm gonna get something hopefully prophetic and like just me stabbing a dragon. <laughs> <laughs> this is an epic. Oh, that's a good task. Back scene. Yeah, yeah, back whole back piece, yeah. yeah. Shoulder to shoulder, dragon on one side, you on the other with the Ooh, sword. I kind of like think that. that all of ours are like small pieces and yours is this like epic tableau <laughs> of like and life she can and like death. flex her yeah. back to oh, make them come together. They, they attack yeah, by doing yes. 10 hours. We all just have little trinkets. And you so have, when like, she pulls her piece. pose, like... <laughs> Did you see when you, it's on your shoulders, when you pull back, oh, it stabs. stabs. <laughs> mm, 
I like it. <laughs> We're all doing it now. <laughs> when you pull your Bowie said, you do it. Yeah. <laughs> I've got Ring of Animal Influence. Ring has three charges and regains 1d3 expended charges daily at dawn. While wearing this ring, you can use an action to expend one of its charges <clears throat> to cast one of the following spells. Animal Friendship. Fear, targeting only beasts that have an intelligence of three or lower, or speak with animals. All right. Now that everyone's all inked up, he says, okay, do you feel like a tingling sensation? Just want you to concentrate on that, and you should feel some connection to each other and to myself. Everybody, like, is focusing, yes? Mm -hmm. Everybody focus? Mm -hmm. You, you all close your eyes and you feel like you've opened your eyes, but you know that you haven't. And you can see like a round table and you're all seated at it. And Elwyn is seated next to you. And Nestor is seated there. And Martin is seated there. And Elisha is seated there as well. Hmm. He says, I've been bringing together the people that you've been helping because we need to unite our efforts if we're going to beat back Agarand. So this is the new alliance. Anytime now, you can enter this space and you can bring, notify anyone else who has the marking, has the enchanted ink. They will know if you're in the space and they can, if you, if you wish them to, and they can, and you can meet from anywhere. Very cool. That's awesome. Yeah. So we have, I believe, Martin needs no introduction. He's helping us now with supplies of illicit goods, stolen goods, and information about our enemy. Nestor is on board for helping us procure magic items. And Alasha is a part of our new little family because she is helping to organize the street-level resistance and finding new fighters to, to face off against Agaran's forces. So, my my four co-rebels, let's call it that. Uh, I'm very happy to see you safely returned. Uh, welcome back to Pharaoh's Point. It's in worse condition, but hopefully we're at the turning point to turn things around. I think I said, like, greet everyone. I'm really keen on this whole council thing. I think it's awesome. <laughs> I'm going to, I want to just tell Elasha about uh, Shigar. Well, I guess all of them, because none of them have really seen him, right? Just relay that information that we ran into him, and he's remained in the uh, in the Fathoms. Oh, yes. Fighting the Dragonborn. And on that point, I suppose these would be the people to tell that there's a secret passage, that we know of it and how to get there. Mm. And that, you know, kind of go over the story, as you were saying, and say that, you know, if supplies are able to be delivered to them. They are still holding out against the uh, Dragonborn forces. And then I don't know if this works in, in this reality, but I would kind of visualize the necklace with small curved discs with the evil holy symbols and show that to the group to try and... Uh, like, this was also found. It is not really known to us what it is or what its significance is. So you find that anything like that you're carrying, you can, it's like you have it with you. You can show it off. Yeah. Cool. Uh, Elasha looks at it and she's, she says, why, why would anyone be carrying around so many unholy things mm. all at once? 
she she looks through each one and she, she says i'm familiar with all of these blasphemous icons but where did you where did you find this the monk who is working for the dragonborn bad monk who was trying someone to someone went to the same school as him He's trying to sway you to the dark side. I was, about to say, I was about to say that the tattoo I got actually was the symbol of my monastery, so I just slowly cover it up. <laughs> like, oh. Ellen says, do we need a team name? Yes. I vote for the phase. Oh, God. Of course. Let's all revisit the the team name thing. Um, meeting adjourned. I think I think our four companions here need a, a night of rest and possibly a bath. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel like this the stink is still... Oh, I, I guess I'm just smelling you because you're still in the room with me. <laughs> no, Elwin, that's just you. You haven't left the room in like three <laughs> weeks. You haven't showered. <laughs> fair point. nonstop. <laughs> the fair point. Okay, meeting adjourned. Elwin pops out. Pop out, and then I uh, definitely let everyone know that I uh, was able to get these healing potions and hand out... Because I got ten? I guess I'll hand out two to everyone and... Keep two in stock. Oh. <laughs> I suppose that means I have four on me. But yes, everyone should denote two healing potions. Thanks, Gilly. Yeah, Absolutely. thank you. I think we should go see, um, I think we should go see what's-his-name's brother. Yes, we have to visit Boren. Is there anyone else? Who were you friends with before we left? <laughs> it feels like ages ago. Um, Is there any of the guilds that we need to visit? I think anyone important really was at that meeting. Yeah, we should see Boren. Want to go to that bar that we went to all the time? The second floor that I threw that guy out of? <laughs> Owen? Yeah. <laughs> Poor Owen. Rest in peace. Okay, so the next day, who's all who's all going on this boring trip? Spruce. Spruce is going to go. Yeah. Go see some gnomes. <clears throat> I said, yeah, sure. Faye's not going? No, I'm, I'm doing do some self-reflecting. Spa day? Yeah, but I think also... Like I said before, she felt she just came back up to the surface and down there was a really dark time for Faye. And she's like crossed a lot of lines she never knew she would. And she's got to kind of figure out who she is. So she needs that time. Faye's been dealing with some stuff and she's got to refocus, which means laying on the chaise dramatically and <laughs> talking to herself and writing music. Okay. Uh, Warren told you to find his brother, Boren, who lives in the southern end of the city in a neighborhood called the Hillside District because many of the homes and businesses there are built into a steep north-facing hill. Colloquially, it's called the Dust Ward since many of the people in that area work in the quarry that is just outside of the southern city walls. Warren told you basically precisely where to go. Um, Boren lives in a small tenement house that he shares with a dwarf who also works in the quarry. We'll go, but I'll be sure to stop and get a gift on the way. Feels rude to not show up with a gift. And I will actually gift him with a um, self-polished moonstone. All right, respectable. 50 gold. I will denote that. Flashback to an awkward moment of Spruce walking into a room and Gilly's like, No, 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 I'm just polishing my stone. <laughs> just polishing my stones in here. <laughs> I tuck them away in my lap. No, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. It's rude to walk in on a gnome polishing his stones, okay? Everyone knows that. Well, they have, like, family techniques for polishing. Yeah. I even hung my tiny sock on the door. <laughs> Not the stone polishing sock, of course. That one you were using. Uh, okay, so you do know something about it. <laughs> you have to polish the stones into a sock. 
least he's somewhat familiar with gnome culture. <laughs> I appreciate it. <laughs> yeah, so Boren is uh, he's a, he's an older deep gnome. He's maybe looking a little bit more like leaner than you because he works in a quarry. You can sort of see past him when he opens the door to his little apartment and there's dwarven ale kegs that are look like they're empty spilled on their sides and he's <laughs> looks like he's living with a real slob of a of a roommate but he's he's genuinely happy to see you and he says oh another another deep gnome don't see too many of us around well we came because we know your brother his face lights up warren yes you've yes. heard of him how is he well he's doing well now he, he oh i'm so relieved i'm so relieved to hear that that uh, what what is it that brings you to my door was he just wanting to Send a message. I haven't heard from him in, in weeks. It must be he must be dealing with some frightful stuff down there. I don't know if he'll be able to send a message for quite some time. They're currently defending against the Dragonborn, and they'll probably be stuck in that position, even though at least it's secure. I can say that. What do we want from him? <laughs> Good he just, question. He just said to go see him. Yeah, he just well, said to he, visit. He remember he told you about a secret handshake? Ah, the, the gnome shit. Yes, I remember. <laughs> oh, yes, there's a lot of palm tickling, I believe, is, is what we heard. <laughs> and then to say the deep gnome saying, the deeper you go, there's some good stuff down there. <laughs> uh, so How could we, I forget? You do this secret handshake and his, he gets a spark of recognition. He's like, oh, you have seen Warren. And he taught you our secret handshake. Boy, it's been some time since someone's tickled my palm like that. <laughs> you think that's good? You should see how he polishes stones. Whoa. Yeah. You showed him? Well, <laughs> he oversaw. Oh. Mm-hmm. Walked in on it. <laughs> you know, I, I would never intentionally give away our technique. Of course, of course. I tell you, with this cramped living quarters, I can't tell you how many times old Krug here has caught me polishing my stones. Oh, Krug, you been living with a dwarf? Yep. Uh. Well, we all have to make sacrifices in this day and age. <laughs> well, uh, let me, uh, you can come in if you want. It's uh, it's a bit of a sty, but uh, just give me a moment. I'll be, he sort of runs into this maze of of, a, of a, an apartment. He comes back with a, like a small black satchel. He says, these are, this is what he wanted me to safeguard while he was down there. I've, I've not looked in it, but... Uh, you know the handshake, so it's uh, it's yours now. Thank you very much. All the best. Come back if you want to get drunk with a dwarf named Krug. He shuts the door. What's in the bag? <laughs> we get outside. We open, open it. The bag. Open it up. Open it up. You look in the bag, and it uh, there's like a black cloth. You can hear like clinking of of rocks, and you sort of unravel this this fine black cloth in it are three rubies and two emeralds so we we needed four emeralds so that cuts that that's half our this is a great start we only need two more emeralds well you needed four stones of similar quality and rubies emeralds. are <gasps> we got our stones oh, there you go shit. go polish them <laughs> good old they are already polished Ooh, pre-polished stones wear gloves when you touch them <laughs> so you don't get fingerprints on it <laughs> guys yeah another item off the list yeah mm -hmm. four stones one thousand gold value 
And I got five of them? That means I got a thousand gold for one? Flushed with money again. Everything's turned up Giladab. Are you going to go back to the hideout or? Mm, how much daytime do we have left? It's basically morning. Let's go to the bar. <laughs> okay. It's morning. Hit the bar. <laughs> I only have had a hot meal and a drink in however long we were underground for. Mm. True. Which I have That's no true. idea of the concept of time for how long we were actually underground. I forgot that Vanna was there. It's just, I'm just quietly just in the background out. just watching. Yeah. Mm. Just doing your meditation in the back. Yeah. Seeing if there are any humanoids around. Guess what? Or There's a ton. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm down to go for a nice hot meal. Yeah, and the next thing we're going to have to do is leave town because we we got to get some dragon bone. Mm. Mm, there's a few dragon skeletons at some neighboring towns. Plus, potentially going to, uh, what is it called? Tall Hill? Is that where Lilith went? Yeah. Potentially going to Tall Hill to see if we can meet up with Lilith. and She's meeting a wizard there. Maybe this wizard knows some things. Who knows? Well, that could mean that we're leaving town for quite a while. So this is our time to uh, prepare if there's anything left in the city to do. Is it... So with this um, tattoo meeting room sort of thing, how does it work? Can you, like, summon specific people? Or do you just kind of, like, focus on it and sit in an empty room until someone else shows up? Yeah, it's like trying to start a heist in GTA V. No. Enter the lobby and hope someone else shows up. You can go in. And like you are, you're blind and deaf to your actual surroundings. And yeah, you can sort of make a communication to one of the other people Mm. to sort of see if they can come in. They would, they would sort of have this sense that they're being summoned and of who's summoning them, but they can choose not to answer though. Okay. Well, so maybe while we're sitting having a drink and a, and a meal in this bar. If you guys don't mind watching out for me, I'm going to enter this room. I want to call out to Alasha. She arrives. <clears throat> she just kind of fades in to this room. We had When we were talking about the, um, the necklace with all the discs and she was saying she recognized all these unholy symbols and stuff, I want to ask her if she's ever heard of a monk named Erwan. Uh, she shakes her head and she says, no, I've never come across that individual she says i i wanted to ask you in the group yesterday but i it wasn't didn't feel right to be asking it in front of everyone i'm surprised i'm surprised that shigar didn't tell me what was what he was up to Mm. seems how did he seem to you he seemed a little bit bloodthirsty but other than that he didn't seem off so you're like bloodthirsty, so pretty normal. <laughs> well, he was the leader of the Warriors Alliance. He's the one who was sort of fighting to keep the the art of combat alive in case it ever needed to be used. Candace thinks she's realized something. <laughs> um, she says it just seems so peculiar to me that he didn't tell me, but he, I, I guess he must have had a reason. But if you if you say that he seemed himself more or less. Other than really eager to, to kill, he, he really wanted to, like, we offered to, for him to come with us. And he said he wanted to stay down there and kill Dragonborn. Well, who doesn't, though? Yeah. It couldn't have been Mago. Did you ever think, did, it, did, he, did you mention that he didn't seem right? I don't know what he's like normally. So no, he all... knew him. 
That's what I was asking. Well, he would have noticed, right? You would have said something. There wasn't any chance they could have been a doppelganger that we thought we killed that we didn't kill. <laughs> That's why, like, I was like, no. What? That's a crazy thought. You can definitely send him a message and see if he. That would have been tough for him to be the doppelganger because he still survived all the underdark before we even went down there. I don't know if the time. Anyway, since none of you guys are here talking <laughs> to us. She says maybe at, at the same time at the same time Spruce's whole idea of or I half his identity of where he came from was kind of shaken up by this other monk who turned into a murderous villain that came from the same place as him so he's questioning everything right now he's not sure of anything Elisha says well maybe I'm just being more cautious than I need to be but it's kept me alive so far so is there anything else you want to ask her no i was just curious if she had if she had uh, i convey that this monk is the person or is the the one that we took these um symbols off of and that i knew him or well we apparently knew each other at one point that we studied at the same the same monastery and, and trained there and he went bad so i'm just looking for information about him that was all why would an elf be siding with Agarand? He said he wasn't the only one, right? That a number of them decided to... Basically, he said that we're just prolonging the inevitable by trying to survive, essentially. Elasha shakes her head and she says, insanity spreads seemingly everywhere. Mm. It's very troubling. Yeah, that's all. That's all. Thank okay. you. Meeting adjourned. <laughs> Bye. When I get back, I guess I'll, I'll kind of... Well, I'm not going to mention what I was asking her about, but I, I'll mention maybe that I talked to Alasha, and she brought up asking about Shigar and how I it didn't even occur to me that something might be off with him. And I'm wondering if there's a way to that we could try and use the, the scroll to um, ask him something or communicate to him in some way that, that might give us more insight into... Does the scroll go to Shigar or does it go to you? Shigar has one. Shigar had it last. Yeah. yeah. And that was the one that was linked to Rainer's, right? Yeah. So mm-hmm. I think you have both yeah. of them. Yeah, if you want to message him with that, though. like. Yeah. Let me think about it. I have to come up with something that's vague enough to try and mm-hmm. get him to say something back that would... Well, even just checking up on their progress, like... If, it w- if he was, like, a spy that was standing in a Shigar, I'm sure things would have gone wrong by now. Yes, what part did you guys say you were at? <laughs> so the that Drake part, Hotel, I think. Yeah, the Drake Hotel. Can I say that during while they did all that, that Faye has wandered into this bar to play? Sure. <laughs> Just so that the team gets back together again. Because <laughs> I, I think it'll just be funny. You guys are all talking. It's like, and next up! <laughs> <laughs> I just walk out with Paul T's loot. Paul T's loot. Are you just doing a regular song? Or are you going to do like an enthralling thing? I think I'll just do a regular song because last time I, you know, I was doing my whole egg cracking over the head and people were giving me eggs and there was weird people acting strange Felt weird. Oh, yeah. at this place too. So mm-hmm. Apparently there's like more new life going around. So. Yeah. So I'm playing one of my songs, possibly the sad, more depressing one. <laughs> You're the bartender like, well, this is great for the lunch rush. <laughs> <laughs> So I see you guys, and I walk over and grab Spruce's beer and start drinking it, like, not even, like, it was mine. Damn. The gall. 
<laughs> Guys, I've been doing a lot of thinking today. Damn high elves. Okay. Ooh. What now? Should probably bring the stones back to Elwyn. Yeah, I guess we'll show Elwyn the stones, leave him with the writing. Otherwise, we just need to figure out, like, where will we be going to get the next step. We need to plan our trip out. I don't know where we would go to get dragon bones. I don't have, like, a map of the outside. Mm -hmm. I think it's been a while since I even left the city. I'm working on a map, just for sake of reference, yeah. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, that's going to be something we have to ask Elwyn, I think. I think we're going to have to hire some sort of um, carriage or something. Mm -hmm. Which, all of these things are more difficult than they were before, because I think mm -hmm. the city's under a little more of a watch than it, than it was, and people know our faces now. Okay, when we get back to our little hideout, I'm going to go back into Tattoo World and call Elasha again. And I just want to, so I'll, um, I'm going to just tell her that I've been thinking about what she said about Shigar and I'm going to ask her if there's any, if there was like a specific greeting or something maybe that she had with him or a specific, something specific that they used to say to each other where they would kind of have a, a the same response every time. She says, yes, um, every time that we would spar, we would do this little salutation and it's like some little saying like strength and honor or something like that. Mm -hmm. She said, yeah, every, every time before we started sparring, we would say that little greeting to each other because we were both very fierce competitors. Mm -hmm. And so it was a way that to make sure that neither of us took it too personally. So you would just like one of you would say it and the other one would repeat it back, that kind of thing. Exactly. Well, that's all that's all I needed to know from Elasha. So I'm going to come back out and I'm going to ask Gilly if I can borrow that the scroll uh, uh Rainer scroll. Yeah. So I'm going to uh scribble a quick message to um to Shigar and just say made it to the surface, much has changed, something like that. Met up with Elasha. She's glad to hear you're faring well. Mhm. Mm glad to hear you're faring well. Strength and honor. And that's it. So you get a message back after 40 minutes to an hour and it says with Elasha on the loose, Egarand is doomed. I pity the person that gets on her bad side. Tell her strength and honor now more than ever. I call her again with the tattoo thing and I explain what happened and what I did and what he said. God damn it. It's <laughs> in and out of the room. It's like, She's like, I'm on the can. trying to go to the bathroom. She says, okay, well, I mean, that certainly sounds like him. Just thought we'd check. Also, while I've got you, how's Bernie doing? Bernie's Bernie's burn, doing burn, well. Bernie yeah. Burn Burn. Yeah, he's hanging in there. He is. He's uh, making sure no shortage of people to fight, so it's just fine with him. Awesome. Yeah. Right. Well, see you later. Okay. So, um, which base did you want to cover off first? Um, figuring out like where we're going. Okay. So, Elwin gives you guys a quick history lesson. Dragon bones are not easy to find. They're mo they were most commonly found around battlefields from the war, though many of the easier to get to locations have already been plundered because it's a well-known fact that they possess magical qualities. Now, places where dragons have died also have, and this is something that Maybe Faye is less aware of, but everybody else pretty much knows as established fact. Have effects on the surrounding landscape. So, like, the dragon's innate magic will 
seep into the landscape. So if like a white dragon perished somewhere, you might have a tundra where the tundra wouldn't like otherwise not be or or snow or like if a a red dragon, you'd probably have like a volcano. Maybe maybe yeah. volcanic or maybe just or maybe desert. A desert or something. Yeah. yeah. Turned a forest into a desert. Mm-hmm. There are a few rare locations that most travelers are aware of to avoid where several dragons have died in the same area. And so they're competing magics. Ooh, like chaotic magical. Effect. Like you'll have like an icy landscape with lightning storms. <laughs> that is cool as hell. Real cool. <laughs> and pools of acid. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> For the player, cool. For the character, <clears throat> not so much. Now... Many people believe that most of the plundering has been done by like a few tribes of giants that reside in the northern tip of of the realm. That is what's called the Old Throne, where the old capital used to be. Now it's the ruins of the old capital and nobody lives there except for giants. But it's almost certain that some intrepid explorers or perhaps wizards looking for powerful spell components have also managed to get their hands on dragon bone. But the amount of dragon bone the average person probably was able to get away with is fairly small. And we need like a good amount, maybe like a hand size. There are some areas of the realm that people still stay away from because it's very dangerous just for the natural hazards, the hazards of the environment. The most well-known location of dragon bones that, again, everybody here knows, is the the second biggest city in the realm called Boldbrook. It's to the north. It was actually started as a, a holy site. A gold dragon died there, and it started as a group of clerics and paladins guarding that gravesite because they believed it to be sacred. And a town formed around that, and then it became its own city. It started as a temple to Bahamut, though many faithful still venture there every year as sort of a pilgrimage. It's transformed from a simple religious locale to a tight-knit community, but still run by clerics and paladins that worship Bahamut, the lawful good dragon deity. Now, Pharaoh's Point is fairly far south from most of the old battlefields, so it's going to be a fairly long journey to wherever you end up going to. Uh, just traveling to Boldbrook on foot would take you 10 days. So it's about 240 miles. Yes, I'm forced to give you this in miles because of <laughs> the player's hand, or yeah, the Dungeon Master's Guide, whatever. The rules being in miles and not kilometers. Uh, I suspect you may have enough gold to hire a wagon and a team of horses. Now, there are still, I would imagine, a good number of foolhardy adventurers still trying to make their ways into these various storm centers to try to get their hands on these valuable dragon bones. Martin might be able to help you out finding people who are after that. Maybe somebody you could talk to for for guidance. Or if you're very brave, you could venture all the way to the old throne, try to barter with the giants. But it's to the north as well, right? It's it's very northern tip of the the realm. Yeah, it's... Probably at least another... So it's like we kind of have both options, but either way, we're going to have to travel really far north. There's a main road that goes north from here, which yeah. was established during the war, basically established by people fleeing 
the battlefields. Mm. So that road is still commonly used by travelers and by people making a pilgrimage up there. Yeah, and as much as I, you know, wanting to know if other groups are traveling so we could join them is good, it'd also be useful to know, like, if, if a dragonborn contingent was sent out, since I'm sure they've been up to no good since we've been gone. Egeran mm-hmm. doesn't seem too concerned with the rest of the realm. His goal is to make it underground. He hasn't been focusing too much on the area outside of the city. People have been trying to flee, but they know that they have to leave through one of a number of city gates that are guarded by the dragonborn who tend to let people leave, but like also to take their valuables while they're Mm -hmm. at it. As you're, as you're discussing this, the, the satchel that had the, the gems, uh, I don't know, maybe Gildav had draped it over a chair or something like that. Uh, You notice that it, it has fallen onto the floor and they, like very worn journal has fallen out of what looked like a hidden compartment Mm. along with a perfectly round black orb. 